The Islanders head west for back-to-back -back games on Friday and Saturday. We have full previews, plus the latest injury news on Adam Pellick, Kyle Palmieri, and Anthony Bevilier. All that and a whole lot more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Welcome to the Locked On Islanders Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Friday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Gil Martin, so glad you could join us today and be part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Lots to discuss on a busy Friday edition of Locked On Islanders. But first, if there's something Isles related on your mind, if you have a question for us, a comment maybe about something we've talked about on the show, or a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, please feel free to email us. The email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So join me for instant insight and analysis. And it's always great to talk a little hockey with fellow Islanders fans, game time or any time. So please do reach out. Let's get started with the injury news, and there is a lot of it. On Thursday, the Islanders officially place uh, Adam Pellick on the injured reserve. It's retroactive to December 6th, which was the last time he played. And that, what it does, essentially, is, number one, we knew that Pellick wasn't coming back to the lineup very soon. In fact, he is not making the trip for this weekend's games. So he's not playing tonight in Arizona at the Mullet Arena. Not going to play tomorrow uh, in Vegas either. So keep that in mind. But then what it also does is gives Lou Lamorello the ability to activate Kyle Palmieri from the IR without having to put a player on waivers or even to send a player down to Bridgeport. So, Thursday, the Islanders did hold a practice. It was at the Mullet Arena, the small college rink that the Coyotes are using as a temporary home, probably this year and next year. And guess what? You had Anthony Bevilier and Kyle Palmieri not just 
in practice, but as full participants in practice. Did the line rushes, did everything that, you know, all their teammates essentially did, and that was certainly a good sign. Now, the lines in practice, uh, and again, whether or not we get Bavillier and Palmieri active on Friday night, it's still, according to Lane Lambert, going to be a game-time decision, but at the very least, here are the lineups that they had at practice. Barzal, Lee, and Wallstrom as one line. The B&B line reunited. Brock Nelson centering Josh Bailey and Anthony Bavillier. And then Pajot, Parise, and Palmieri as your third line. Sezikis, Martin, and Clutterbuck as the fourth. Then on defense, Salo and Pulak. Romanov and Mayfield. Aho and Dobson as your pairing. And obviously it would be Ilya Sorokin's turn to start the game Friday, and then probably Semyon Varlamov on Saturday. They could flip-flop that, but it was Sorokin who seemed to be set to start, at least the way the team held Thursday's practice. One thing, though, that is definitely affecting the New York Islanders right now, and it has been even worse, I think, since Kyle Palmieri was injured. And that is their power play. They're now f- fallen all the way to 18th in the league with a 22.2% success rate. But the problem is that they just aren't getting even good looks on the power play. And that is the frustrating part. You know, a few games ago, they were getting their chances. They were getting the puck in the offensive zone, moving it a little bit better doing the things they need to do to at least create scoring chances, even if they were unable to finish consistently. Not now. The Islanders' power play against Boston gave up a shorthanded goal and didn't come close to scoring with the extra attacker. Again, one of the big problems for the Islanders, a lack of movement without the puck. Look, there are two things you want to do on a power play. The goal is to set up somebody for a quality scoring chance because you have extra time and space, and there should always be one open man at all times, maybe two, but definitely at all times, at least one open man who you can set up for that shot. So you can either, the players have to move without the puck, and or you got to pass the puck Cross-ice passes are usually more effective, but you got to move the puck quickly, make the, defend, the, the penalty killers, the defenders, chase the puck, and thereby find the open man and get that quality shooting chance. This team right now on the power play is doing neither. They're having trouble getting into the zone in the first place. And then once they do get into the zone, they're not moving without the puck. They're passing it around the perimeter, but not quickly, not in uh, a way that creates opportunities and gets players open, and it's really hurting them. Question for Islander fans. Who's leading the New York Islanders right now in power play goals? I don't know how many of you would guess J.G. Pajot, but it is Pajot who has four power play goals to lead the Islanders. Brock Nelson, Anders Lee, 
Noah Dobson and Zach Parise each have three. Matthew Barzal has two. Oliver Wallstrom and Kyle Palmieri each have one. Barzi has 12 of his 27 assists with the extra attacker. But, again, they have got to get this power play going. It is an issue for this team because we know this Islanders team doesn't have enough bonafide 30-plus goal scorers. At most, you have two on this roster in Anders Lee and Brock Nelson. Uh, you got to do better than that. And they're just not getting it going with the power play, which gives you a chance to, to get some more points. Now, the return of Kyle Palmieri may help the power play a little bit. He does have uh, one power play goal and one power play assist in the 20 games that he's played. But I don't think getting back Bavillier and Palmieri is going to be a big boost to the power play. They need to play better. They need to move the puck better. They need to move around without the puck better. And if they don't do that, boy, oh boy, do they need that bonafide goal scorer. And soon, I think almost every Islanders fan out there is more or less in agreement on that. By the way, the Islanders now fall into the middle of the pack. 14th in the league in goals scored. 8th in goals against. But... You know, that number was higher. The 14 was top 10 not that long ago, but the offense kind of slowing down a little bit in recent games, and they've got to get back on track. We have got a lot more to discuss on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Two games this weekend, and we will preview them both tonight in Arizona, tomorrow in Vegas. All that and a lot more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by the NHTSA. You're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes too many. And as the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. You can make it home okay. It's no big deal. What are the odds you get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst thing that could happen? Your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you lose your job, you total your car. Heck, you could even kill someone. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Thanks for making Locked On Islanders your first listen today. For your second listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Two games this weekend for the Islanders. We are going to start with tonight, a 9.30 Eastern time start in Arizona at the Mullet Arena. And the Arizona Coyotes 
Uh, right now, winners of two of their last three, although they dropped their last game uh, against San Jose on the road uh, on Tuesday night. They will be well-rested, haven't played since Tuesday, uh, and they are back home now to face the Islanders. Clayton Keller uh, leading the team with 27 points, second on the team with 10 goals. Lawson Krauss has 13 goals to lead the Yotes. Uh, but he's a Cy Young guy, 13 goals, three assists. So uh, he, he's big on goals, not big on helpers. Shane Gostisbehere Bear has 21 points, placing him second on the team. Goal scoring is the big problem for Arizona. They're 28th in the league in that department. A little better defensively, 20th in the league. Power play, also 20th. Penalty kill, 22nd. So here is an opportunity for the Islanders' power play to get a little better against a team that's PK kind of struggling a bit lately. We look at the line combinations for the Arizona Coyotes. Travis Boyd centering Clayton Keller and Nick Schmaltz on the top line. Nick Bukestad has Lawson Krause to his left and Matthias Maselli to his right on the second line. The third line from left to right, Liam O'Brien, Jack McBain, and Christian Fisher. And then it's Baron Hayton, uh, Barrett Hayton, centering the fourth line, Nick Ritchie, and Yuso uh, Valamaki on either side of him. Jakob Ch- uh, Jacob Chikrin and Shane Gostisbehere are a solid top pair defensive group. J.J. Moser and Josh Brown are the second unit with Patrick Nemeth and Troy Stetcher on the third group with uh, a goaltending duo of Carol Vamelka and Connor Ingram. Andrew Ladd, the former Islander, he was our Islander's birthday of the day yesterday. He's on the long-term IR, but otherwise, this team is healthy. This is the easiest game on paper out of this five-game Western road trip that started in Boston and then headed west. It's a game the Islanders have to win, realistically. Got to feel good about uh, playing at the College Arena, a a, a rink that gives that intimate feel. Anders Lee had made some comments about how it reminded him of his college days at Notre Dame. Let's see if the Islanders can take advantage and get some revenge after the Coyotes shut out the Islanders at UBS Arena earlier this year. After that game on Friday, it doesn't get easier. It gets harder as the Islanders have a 10 o'clock Eastern time start in Las Vegas to take on the Vegas Golden Knights. They have won two of their last three and three of their last five. Now, they are playing Chicago Thursday night, so we'll see how that game turns out. The last game before that is 6-5 win over the Winnipeg Jets. Injuries are a little bit of an issue right now for Vegas that they are dealing with. They're 7th in the league in goals scored, 13th in goals against. Power play is 12th. The PK, again, not as strong, 24th in the league. So back-to-back games that you hope the New York Islanders' power play can find their groove, so to speak, because they're going up against teams that struggle with uh, the PK and hopefully that will help. Jack Eichel is the leading scorer for Vegas, but he is hurt right now, so the odds are against the the Islanders seeing him. That leaves Jason uh, 
Marshall Salt, he has 14 goals to lead the team. Mark Stone and Riley Smith each with a dozen. And then uh, Chandler Stevenson has 27 points. That is the highest among active players right now for the Golden Knights. We have Chandler Stevenson centering Paul Cotter and Mark Stone on the top line. William Carlson with Messersault to his left, Riley Smith to his right. Jake LeCision is the third line pivot. Mike Amad, uh, Amad, Amadio excuse me, and Phil Kessel on either side of him. And then Nicholas Roy centers Will Carrier and Keegan Colasar on the fourth line. Nicholas Hague and Alec Martinez are the top pair on defense with uh, Daniil Miramanov and, Bra- and uh, Braden McNabb as the second pair. Braden Pachel, Patchell and Ben Hutton are the third pair, while the goalies, Logan Thompson and Aiden Hill. The IR list is extensive right now. Shea Weber on IR may not play again. Robin Lehner on IR. Nolan Patrick, Brett Howden, Zach Whitecloud, Jack Eichel, they're on IR. Shea Theodore and Alex Pietrangelo are listed as out. And we'll have to see if either of them are able to return to the lineup. So a tougher assignment against Vegas. They are 21-9-1 in first place right now in the Pacific Division. And, you know, maybe because of the injuries, the Islanders are kind of catching them at the right time. But it is certainly not going to be easy to take on this Vegas Golden Knights team. And like I said, things getting tougher. And the other thing, again, Vegas will have more time off than the Islanders. Vegas playing Thursday. They're off Friday. The, now they're in Chicago, so they have to travel back home. But still, the Islanders going to be playing a back-to-back. And that only makes things tougher for your New York Islanders. So let's see how the Islanders handle it. Up against Vegas, you've got to play a physical style and you've got to slow down this team, which knows how to put the puck in the net. It will help the Islanders, again, if Eichel is still unavailable. And, you know, not only is Eichel leading the team in points, second on the team in goals, but he is a plus 17 Uh in 27 games. So that's just, you know, he makes this team better. And the fact that he's not necessarily going to play certainly does benefit the Isles. When we come back, we have our Islanders birthday of the day. If you like tough guys, you'll like this one. Uh, A player who was briefly an Islander in the early 2000s. We've got that and some final thoughts about the weekend, all that and more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And amazingly enough, Saturday will be the 57th birthday of former Islanders winger Craig Berube. Berube, a 6'1", 205-pound tough guy out of Callahoo, Alberta, was not drafted, made his NHL debut with the Flyers in 1986-87, Later played for the Maple Leafs, Flames, Capitals, Flyers again, Capitals again, and then joined the Islanders for 38 games in the 2000-2001 season, had two assists, 54 penalty minutes, 
and then finished his NHL career two seasons with the Flames, and then back to the Philadelphia Phantoms of the AHL for his last pro season in 2003-2004. For a tough guy, a guy who once had more than 300 penalty minutes in a season, Craig Berube played in 1,054 career NHL games. That is an accomplishment. 61 goals, 159 points, but 3,149 penalty minutes, 89 playoff games, three goals, four points, 211 penalty minutes. Of course, he is now Berube, the head coach of the St. Louis Blues, and he led them to a Stanley Cup championship in 2018. 2019, and has led them to the playoffs in each of the three uh, years since then. Uh, So Barube now uh, doing a pretty darn good job as a head coach, and we did see him behind the bench when the Islanders faced the Blues earlier this year. We go back and look at one of Craig Barube's better games as an Islander, March 14, 2001, at the Mellon Arena in Pittsburgh. Islanders and Penguins, Chris Terreri, the goalie for the Islanders, Uh, Jean-Sebastian Aubin in goal for the Penguins. And, you know, this was a tough one. Early in the game, Tim Conley gets the Isles on the board first. His ninth, Claude Lapointe and Roman Hammerlick, the assist, 13-22 of the first period, Then Craig Berube, our Islanders' birthday of the day, drops the gloves about a minute after the goal with Bob Bugner of the Penguins. They both get five-minute fighting majors. In the second period, the Penguins get a power play, and they take advantage of it. Mario Lemieux is 28th from Martin Straka at 839, we are even at 1-1. One and one. But in the third, the Islanders go ahead on a goal by Dave Scatchard. His 16th, Bill McCult, and our Islanders' birthday of the day, Craig Berube with the assist. And then Eric Cairns, an empty netter, with four seconds left in regulation. Mark Parrish, the only assist. Islanders win it 3-1. to one. 33 saves for Chris Terreri. Islanders outshot 34-31. But for our Islanders' birthday of the day, got to be happy with the performance of, uh, you know, of Craig Berube. Five penalty minutes, a plus one. He has the assists and had a shot on goal in just seven minutes and 24 seconds of ice time. So, uh, again, a very happy early 57th birthday to Craig Berube. Now coach of the St. Louis Blues, formerly a winger for the New York Islanders during the 2000-2001 season. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. We have mentioned how important this road trip is for the Islanders. And again, I'm trying to be realistic. And I said, you know, six points in six games between now and the holiday break. They got one point in the game against Boston, so they're on pace. You got to get at least two points this weekend. Anything more than that sets you up nicely. I think the Islanders can handle the Coyotes, but if they take them for granted, it will cost them because Arizona, you know, everyone thought they'd be among the worst teams in the league. Memo to self, Islanders, they're not. And we need to see a little bit more 
you know, I'm noticing more and more in the comments on YouTube and just in general uh, on social media that the a, a lot of fans just really waiting, waiting for the Islanders to start making a move to bring in that goal scorer. And I agree that it's something they need to do, and it's better if they do it sooner rather than later. I'm not optimistic that it'll happen sooner rather than later. I mean, this is Lou Lamorello. This is the guy who said, if you have time, use it. And one thing I noticed about Lou Lamorello, he seems to think that he has plenty of time. I don't know if I agree with him, though, only because the Islanders are now three points behind the Penguins for third place in the Metropolitan Division, and the Penguins have a game in hand. We know where this team is right now. They're a bubble team. They're a, you know, either a third place or a wild card kind of a team, or just missing the playoffs the way they're constituted right now. And I'll tell you right now, with Pelic on the IR, that's going to hurt them even more because you're taking their strength, which is their overall team defense, and reducing it by missing one of your two best defensemen. So, to me, I would rather they make a deal sooner rather than later, but I'm not holding my breath knowing Lou Lamorello and the way he likes to operate. I think if anything happens at all, we see it closer to the trade deadline, but I'm hoping I'm wrong and that we see a deal pretty soon. Now, again, the holiday break, no trades, usually happen over those few days we have to see whether or not something happens before then but again not holding my breath knowing lou i want to thank you again for making locked on islanders your first listen for your next listen check out the locked on sports today podcast the biggest stories of the day plus instant reactions big game recaps and the take of the day available on the odyssey app youtube and wherever you get your podcasts we will be back on monday with Key takeaways from both the game against the Coyotes and the Golden Knights. Plus, we'll preview the upcoming game on Monday as the Islanders' road trip continues against the defending Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche. We'll also have the latest injury updates and a whole lot more. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.